The dynamic ministry of Pastor Mark has blessed hundreds of lives across the globe. In this message, you'll be informed by the Word of God, reformed by the love of God, and transformed by the power of God as Pastor Mark takes us through a journey of the revealed Word of God. Ladies and gentlemen, the Word. Hallelujah. It's good to be here once again. And I want to thank God for this rare opportunity to bring to you the Word of God in season. Uh, it's your favorite podcast of the week, the Wednesday. I know you are excited as I am because I know somebody's life is connected to today's podcast. If you are ready as I am, then shall we pray? Father, in the name of Jesus, we want to thank you. We ask, O God, that within these few minutes, let light break forth. In the name of Jesus, that we be transformed by your word, reformed by your love, conformed to your will, and transformed by your power. We give you praise in Jesus' mighty name, and the saints of God will give me a good response the saints of God will give me a good response. Amen. Shall we open our Bibles to the book of John chapter 2? We are going to be reading John chapter 2 from verse 1 to 9. So make ready your Bibles or your tablets or whatever platform from which you'll be reading with me. I need you to read with me. Hallelujah. I need you to read with me. John chapter 2 from verse 1 to 9 reading from verse 1 i'm actually reading from the king james version the bible says and the third day there was a marriage in cana of galilee and the mother of jesus was there verse 2 and both jesus was called and his disciples to the marriage verse 3 says and when they wanted wine the mother of jesus said unto him they have no wine verse 4 jesus said unto her woman what have i to do with thee mine hour is not yet come verse 5 his mother saith unto the servants whatsoever he saith unto you do it and there were set there six water pots of stone after the manner of the purifying of the Jews, containing two or three first kings apiece. Verse 7, Jesus said unto them, Fill the water pots with water, and they filled them to the brim. Verse 8, And he saith unto them, Draw out now, and bear unto the governor of the feast, and they bear it. Verse 9, when the ruler of the feast had tasted the water that was made wine and knew not whence it was but the servant which drew the water knew the governor of the feast called the bridegroom verse 10 reads and he said unto him 
everyone brings the best at the beginning but thou has preserved the best even for the last hallelujah it was quite a lengthy passage but i trust that within this space of time god is going to speak to you he's going to speak to me through this passage now the passage i just read to you is a popular scripture a popular story and a popular passage in scripture it has to do with the first miracle of jesus christ which is what turning water into wine i know you are familiar with this because i am as well right from our sunday school days we were opportuned to hear amazing stories of the bible and then as we grow we discover they were not just stories they were not just stories or happenings we we discover that they were actually kingdom secrets and codes we discover that they are actually kingdom patterns and systems set by god in order to set some things in motion even in the earth realm hallelujah so by the grace of god i want to share with you what i have entitled the price for change i want you to say that three times the price for change the price for change the price for change hallelujah hallelujah the above scripture communicates several things like i said it is more than a bible story it is a kingdom system it is a pattern a protocol it is a kingdom methodology hallelujah it was god trying to communicate certain secrets of the kingdom unto us and so there are several things that we can communicate through this passage but i want to talk about two main things and then i will address the price for change and then the message will come to an end so there are two things i want to convey the first one is god's commitment to change number two is the spirituality of change the first one is what god's commitment to change and the second one is what the spirituality of change so let's look at god's commitment to change the above passage demonstrates god's commitment to change it further reveals his disdain for stagnation because god desires that our lives experience positive and progressive changes this was revealed in the passage this was revealed in the passage because they came to a situation where they needed a change they needed a change their wine has run out we have found ourselves in a stagnated situation and we need a change and according to the passage we read jesus was committed to that change which stands to reason that every change that you and i desire god is committed as long as this change is a change that is kingdom oriented kingdom aligned as long as this change is positive and progressive the bible is full of many names many locations and several occurrences 
The question is, these things in themselves are God's commitment to change. When you read the Bible, the names keep changing. The locations keep changing. In fact, God reserved several passages and all we saw in those passages was that names were changing, names were changing, names were changing, locations were changing, numbers were changing. The Bible is what? Full of several changes. God had the option to utter the scriptures through one person. He could have done it. Moses could have written the entire Bible. And then we know that one man wrote the Bible. In fact, the Bible could have been confined even to the Garden of Eden. God could have just made Adam write the whole Bible. But God is committed to change. He had an option to utter the scriptures through one person, but he kept on changing the authors. It is believed that there are over 44 authors of the scriptures. Everything could have happened at one location or in one location, but he split biblical incidents by changing locations. God loves change. Child of God, God loves change as long as this change is positive and progressive god loves change in fact the summary of salvation is change when you talk about salvation in summary what you are talking about is change when somebody gives his or her life to christ what actually happened was that there was a change when somebody gets healed what actually happened was that there was a change when somebody gets a miracle what actually took place was that there was a change god is a god that loves change as long as this change is kingdom aligned aligned to his purpose as long as this change is positive and progressive jesus christ was and is a man of change I'm talking about what? God's commitment to change. Jesus Christ was and is a man of change. The Bible is a medium of change. The church of God is an institution of change. And as children of God, we must be committed to change. We must be committed to things that are changed even if they may not necessarily suit our our requirements and our desires but as long as this change is kingdom aligned and this change is positive and progressive we must be committed to change because god is committed to change he demonstrated this at the wedding of cana they needed a change and jesus was committed to that change the second thing i want to talk about is the spirituality of change the spirituality of change another thing we glean from john chapter 2 is that that famous change of turning water to wine that famous change in john chapter 2 was a purely spiritual change that happened with a physical manifestation it was purely spiritual but the results were physical child of god change begins in the spirit change 
is spiritual. You know, as far as this kingdom is concerned, change that lasts must be spiritual. Any change that was not born out of the spirit will not stand the test of time. Like I said, the change we see in John chapter 2, it wasn't just a chemical change or an agricultural change. No, it was a spiritual change that had physical implications. Which stands to reason that any change we desire must be cooked in the spirit. You want to see financial changes. You want to see academic changes. You want to see marital change. You want to see psychological change. You want to see a moral change. It begins in the spirit. Any change we want to see must be engineered from the spirit. The kind of change that will revolutionize our lives, our families, communities, and nations must be born out of the Spirit. It is believed by many that the revolutions that broke out in the US and America and the rest many centuries ago was banked on massive spiritual investments. The change that took place in America and UK and several developed nations in times past, it is believed that in those days, there was massive spiritual deposits and investment. And so the change was not just technological. It wasn't just industrial. It wasn't just academic. No, it was born from the spirits. The fathers of America were spiritual men. And if we will see long-lasting change, then we must bet those changes from the spirit. Even in our families, we must bet it from the spirit. Sadly, many of us are trying to change things in the physical alone. And that is why there are so many frustrations. They wanted wine, but Jesus brought out the change from the Spirit. It happened from the Spirit. And then there was a physical manifestation. I don't know the change you are desiring God for. I don't know the change you are yearning for. But child of God, the best place to start to cause that change. I am not undermining the effects of physical effort. No, I am not under underestimating the power of our physical inputs. But these physical inputs are useless as long as the change you want to see is not being birthed from the spirit. It will not last. Every change that lasts, transgenerational change, is birthed from the spirit so two things we see in john chapter 2 number one god is committed to change which means that hey if i'm desiring a change that is aligned to god's purpose and that is positive and progressive god is committed that gives me a plus it means i have an advantage it means i'm not starting from zero percent no i'm not starting from scratch because god's commitment and god's willingness to be a part of this change gives me an advantage over the obstacles that await me. Number two is that change is spiritual, which means that in as much as I'm putting in physical effort, 
I must be able to draw that change and deal with the change and generate the change and engineer the change, fashion the change from the realm of the spirit like Jesus did. Like Jesus did. Hallelujah. Now I want us to look at the prize for change. The prize for change. We have looked at the two things that this passage was trying to communicate. Of course, there are more, but for the sake of time, I limited it to just these two. Now we want to look at the what? Prize for change. Child of God, I need you to take this in good faith. Every change you desire will come at a price. There is a prize for change. There is a prize for change. Hallelujah. There is a prize for change. Even in our physical world, there is nothing you want to change that will not come at a price. You want to change your fridge? It will come at a price. You want to change your phone? It will come at a price. You want to change your clothes? It will come at a price. You want to change your wig? It will come at a price. You want to change your hairstyle? It will come at a price. You want to change your sandals? It will come at a price. You want to change your television? It will come at a price. You want to change your place of residence? It will come at a price. Every change has a price to be paid. The price for change. So the passage above, referring to John chapter 2, gives us a roadmap to how change occurs. Of course, there are many scriptures that point to this fact. But today we are limiting ourselves to John chapter 2. This passage gives us a roadmap on how change can be orchestrated. There are footprints, which means that if we are able to follow these footprints diligently, the change we seek, no matter how difficult it is, it is attainable. Oh, it is attainable. It means that these results can be duplicated in our lives. The changes we may see, however, by applying these principles may not necessarily be water turning to wine no it may not necessarily be water turning to wine however it could be our worries becoming our glories it could be from shame to fame it could be from recess to success it could be to from abandon to abundance it could be from sorry to soaring. It could be from grass to grace. And also, it could be from zero to hero. So, it may not necessarily be from water to wine. But if we apply these same principles by following the roadmaps and the footprints that Jesus left us in the scripture, the change we desire to see would happen. And I see a change taking place in your life and destiny in the name of Jesus. The price for change refers to the vetted conditions by which change occurs. Vetted, which means that God's stamp of approval is boldly embossed on these principles. And by the grace of God, I'll be sharing with you one of them today. I'm so excited because I know somebody's change has come. Somebody's light has come and it is time for you to arise and shine. So the price for change refers to what? 
God's own systems that bets or bets changes. So what is this price for change that we see in John chapter 2? The first price for change is captured in verse 2 of John chapter 1. The Bible reads, And the third day there was a marriage in Cana of Galilee, and the mother of Jesus was there. Verse 2. And both Jesus was called and his disciples to the marriage. Jesus was called. Child of God, the first price for change in this kingdom is the presence of God. (laughs) The price, the first price for change is the presence of God. Say that after me two times. Say the presence of God. You didn't say that very well. Say the presence of God. Brothers and sisters, I introduce you to an ancient secret. An ancient secret that changed history, changed individuals, changed families, changed nature, changed time and space. I introduce you to what our forefathers knew, to what the patriarchs of old knew, to what the prophets knew, and to what even Satan knows. An ancient secret that brings about change, change of any kind. The presence of God. The presence of God. The essence of God is in the presence of God. The essence of God. By essence of God, I'm talking about everything that makes God, God. Everything that makes God, God. The embodiment of the various fragments that make God, God. It is what present in his presence. Child of God, the sense of God is revealed in the presence of God. The sense of God is revealed in the presence of God. Brothers and sisters, there is no change outside the presence of God. There is no change. There is nothing like change outside the presence of God. What made the difference in John chapter 2 was that Jesus was there. Jesus was there. We know that water turned to wine. We know. But the most important component of that extract is the presence of Jesus. Child of God, this is the first price for change. (laughs) The passage reads, Jesus was invited and his disciples so we know the miracle but we must know why and how it happened it wasn't the methods you know when you read it says uh, they emptied the water pot and they did this and did that and did this and did that and did this and did that it wasn't the methods the procedures the customs the actions the effort that brought the change it was the presence have you ever wondered why you can get the same you know uh books 
written by rich and you know famous men uh, you know telling you seven secrets of wealth seven principles and you apply them dito dito but you don't see the results they see the reason is because most of these principles and methods and procedures are backed by the presence of a spirit it may not even be the holy spirit it could be any other spirit depending on where their allegiance is many of these books don't add that component because many of these guys trust me they are not just ordinary men they have heavy spiritual backings but you just see seven steps to wealth seven keys for this you apply them dito dito trust me you will not see the results they saw the presence of jesus is what made sense out of the methods and the procedures and the actions the people took at the wedding of cana i have discovered with time that no method works outside god's presence as far as this kingdom is concerned no method works outside the presence of god no marriage and dating principle will keep your home without his presence you are a joke no marriage and dating book and principles seven keys to sustain your marriage seven keys to finding the right person they are good but outside the presence of god they don't work no finance keys financial keys seven keys to getting wealth 20 keys to doing this so you know creating multiple streams of income and transgenerational wealth they are good but these things outside the presence of god they don't work yes they don't work i can tell you authoritatively because these guys only share knowledge with you they don't share spirit with you every change that is transgenerational that is global that affects lives and millions child of god is born out of the spirit you see our problem is not that we lack ideas we don't lack ideas we lack presence we don't lack skill we lack presence we don't lack methods we lack presence we don't lack procedures we lack presence when jesus showed up at the wedding and he was engaged he began to give them instructions fill the water pots with water empty the water pots draw these methods only worked in his presence outside the presence of god these things don't work <laughs> child of god every situation is changeable if you are able if you are willing and able any situation is changeable you didn't hear what i said i said if you are willing and able every and any situation is changeable let's look at psalm 68 verse 8 psalm 68 verse 8 the bible says the earth shook my god the heavens also dropped at the presence of god even sinai itself was moved at the presence of god the god of israel the earth shook <laughs> at the presence of god the earth shook 
So, your job, what fraction of the earth is your marriage? What fraction of the earth is your finances? What fraction of the earth is your academics? Of what percentage of the earth is your health? And everything that has to do with you. The Bible says that if the earth shook at the presence of God, then <coughs> your, 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 your finances and your, your academics and everything that has to do with you is, 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 is chicken change to the presence of God. He said the earth shook. The heavens also dropped. Even heavens were implicated. At the presence of God. He says what? Even Sinai, mountains moved. The words shook and dropped refer to change. There can never be a shaking without a change. Anytime something shakes, there will be a change. It is either a change in form and shape or a change in location. When there is a shaking right now, things will, re, you know, will change location. So, for example, if there is an earthquake, certain things that were, you know, wherever they were before the earthquake will no longer be there after the earthquake. So, shakings what? Bring changes. The heavens dropped. <laughs> there can never be change without the presence of god this is why we are many you know many believers are frustrated they have tried all the methods and all the keys and all the principles but one thing they lack is the presence of god the presence of god the presence of god hallelujah child of god in the presence of god death changes to life death changes to life we saw this happen to lazarus in his presence darkness turns into light we saw this happen in the beginning in the book of genesis in his presence hunger turns to satisfaction scarcity turns into abundance we saw this happen when he fed the people uh, five thousand people in his presence defeat turns into victory we saw this happen to the kings and the prophets of old every situation is changeable if you are able if you are willing and able any and every situation is changeable <laughs> the problem is that we are only willing for change but we are not able the able part is the missing part there is a price to pay brothers and sisters there is a price and that price is you know we are not saying that god is giving you his presence in exchange for something no the price there refers to the discomfort your flesh has to go through to see god to see god to see god <laughs> Pali his cavalas. Child of God, I want to give you a counsel. Pay any price to have God's presence. That is the secret of change. I can give you several scriptures, a thousand and one scriptures of how God's presence brought about change. You have the methods, but you don't have the presence. Pay any price 
to have the presence of God. No matter what your flesh will suffer. Listen, in the beginning, it may be straining, it may be difficult. But in the end, it will be worth all the pain. It will be worth all the struggle. It will be worth all the discomfort. Because when God appears, He just doesn't bring about changes. He changes you. He doesn't just change situations. He changes you. The master key of change is the presence of God. We have tried many dead methods. We have tried strategies. But if we don't bang on the presence of God, we will not see dramatic and unbelievable change in our lives. I'm talking about change that is impactful, visible. Change that is transgenerational. Hallelujah. You see, what we actually call change is alignment. What we call change in this physical realm to God, it is alignment. When God shows up, everything must respond to his nature. Anywhere and anytime God shows up, everything must respond to his nature. This is why sickness sin and stagnation cannot survive in god's presence because when god shows up he implicates everything with his presence so when he shows up and there is sickness that sickness must leave because it is not in agreement with his presence and his person and i told you from the beginning that the essence of god is in his presence that is why sin cannot remain when it shows up. So you are dealing with an addiction. I know you have read books. Begin to seek the presence of God. Because once his presence comes, anything that is not in line with his presence would have to give way. It would have to give way. It would have to give way. Hallelujah. Typically, mosquitoes and certain insects cannot stand the presence of an insecticide. They cannot stand the presence of an insecticide. So typically when you have many insects besetting you, all you need to do is to introduce the presence of an insecticide. And the mosquitoes and the insects will align. <laughs> it's either they flee or they die. To align to that presence. To align to that presence. Similarly, no situation in your life can stand the presence of God. That weakness or shortcoming cannot survive his presence. Children of God, the story of water changing to wine wouldn't be complete without his presence. It wouldn't even be possible without his presence. There will be no change without his presence. So what do I do after hearing a message like this? Change your mindset. Change a habit. Change a routine that will create room for you to accommodate, to host, and to sustain the presence of God. It is then and then alone that you will experience the change that you so much desire. I see change happening in your life. I see it happening in your finances, in your bodies. During this series, there are going to be changes even in your body. In your health, in your finances, in your academics, in your family, in your job, and in your career, a change is taking place right now. 
in the name of Jesus. Begin to receive it. Begin to pray wherever you are. Begin to pray wherever you are. Begin to declare that from today, I shall pursue the presence of God. I have discovered the ancient secret for change. It is the presence of God. I am a partaker of His presence. I am a beneficiary of His presence. I am a carrier of His presence. His presence is changing me. His presence is causing changes in me. His presence is causing changes around me. The things around me are responding to His presence. Oh, hallelujah. Something is changing. Something is moving. Something is changing. Something is moving. Something is changing. Something is moving. In the name of Jesus. Something is changing. Something is moving. In the name of Jesus. It is done. That change has taken place. That change has taken place. The presence of God is being made manifest. That change is taking place. The issues of our lives are aligning in the name of Jesus. Father, we give you praise. Thank you for your word. In the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Somebody, wherever you are, you want to celebrate Jesus for this word. You want to celebrate Jesus for this word. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Now, if this is your first time listening to me on this podcast or coming across a message like this, or probably you have been listening to me over time, and you are saying, Pastor Mark, I want to make peace with God. I want to make peace with God. I want to receive the life of Christ. I want to align with God's will for my life. I want you to say this prayer after me. Say, Lord Jesus, thank you for the gift of your life. Thank you for your sacrifice on Calvary. Thank you for your redemptive blood. I believe it. I confess it. And I receive it. Today and always, I am yours and you are mine even now and forevermore. Amen. Hallelujah. Oh, congratulations. If you just prayed this prayer, I want to extend a very big congratulations to you. Welcome to the kingdom of our Lord Jesus Christ. For this reason, I want to extend a hand of fellowship to you. I believe that God is doing something in your life. And I know that this message was just a tool to reach out to you for this reason i want you to connect with the heroes church we are available on all known social media spaces our contacts and details are equally and adequately represented over there i want you to connect with us and we'll be so glad to fellowship with you and to journey with you even into the fulfillment of your divine destiny and purpose Hallelujah. Once again, congratulations to you. Child of God, this is all time will permit us for today. My name is Pastor Mark. Until we meet again, keep seeking the presence of God. Pay any price to have the presence of God. Because that is the foremost secret of change. I'll see you again. Bye-bye.
for listening. We hope you were blessed by this message. For this and more, follow Pastor Mark on Instagram and Facebook. And remember to share this message with friends and loved ones. Stay connected. We celebrate you.